Hello and welcome to Inspirational Thursday. My name is Reverend Jean-Marie Schweitzer and I'm the Senior Minister here at Unity Fort Worth, who provides many opportunities for you to practice spirituality, to action on who and what you truly are, rather than just reading about it and be passive about it. So Inspirational Thursday is just like many of those things that we do to help inspire some activity in your lives. So today I want to talk about freedom or free spirit <clears throat> and recognize what true freedom is about from a spiritual perspective and what it means to achieve that freedom and how we can responsibly apply the freedom. We probably all have a different interpretation of what it means to be free. Uh, some of us connect very much to some of the basic daily uh, limitations that we are exposed to and some of those limitations we're fine with and other limitations we struggle with and so on. So sometimes we're challenged uh, in freedom in many different ways uh, when it comes to the rules and regulations that are put in place or um, that are often connected to some political agenda, whichever uh, politics you follow or, or disagree with or agree with, doesn't really matter one way or another. We are in a society and are exposed to some of the limitations that we follow or don't follow. But that's not really the freedom that um, I really want to talk about. It's True freedom and the free of spirit really has very little to do with those uh, rules and regulations and whether we follow them or not. Um, we may think that if we break some of those rules or not follow those rules, if we insist on our individuality, that we may um, find freedom, but that freedom is likely just very limited and, and timely, limited, but also in scope. Uh, we may feel free for a few minutes or maybe a couple of days and may be able to extend that freedom, but ultimately it's not going to be the freedom that we truly seek. So freedom, true freedom, is really disconnected from the worldly matters. We can be free in spirit while we may even be imprisoned, whether it's actual imprisonment or imprisonment in our experiences and um, situations. Uh, Viktor Frankl, uh, a psychologist uh, that lived uh, during the Second World War, he was incarcerated by the Nazis in one of the concentration camps. And he's famously known for understanding that kind of freedom, the true freedom that um, really goes beyond just the limitations. He is writing in his, in his work, um, he has a couple of books that he wrote, <clears throat> but wrote also defined a lot of the um, earlier psychological understandings of the, of the human mind. He understood that it, at some point that in the concentration camp, he understood that he might not survive and that the Nazis could do whatever they wanted to do to him, 
physically, emotionally, mentally, but there was something they could never take away from him, which is the true freedom of the meaning that he makes in his life. He then achieved the freedom that was completely disconnected how his experiences looked like. And so he wrote a lot about that. And um, there's, uh, I encourage you, if you're interested, if you like reading books, it's a, it's a very, very interesting read about his philosophies and uh, his psychological approaches. Uh, logotherapy is, is the, the theory that he, he developed and then was picked up by the humanists and, and um, also the existentialists in, in the psychological um, profession. And so it's, it's, freedom is about the core of who we are. So we could or we can be very limited in our lives. We, for example, may still have to work so that we can save up enough for retirement or we get enough social security to live as long as we uh, potentially see ourselves living. And we have all these, again, limitations that we have to follow. We have to get up in the morning, go to work. We have to do certain things in order to satisfy what the rules of society are. But even though we have those limitations, we also have a freedom we have a freedom within ourselves to understand and perceive life the way we choose. And that can be extremely powerful. As a meditation teacher, I've come across many students who struggled with their work, struggle with their families, uh, with their relationships. And through the process of meditation, they, they gained a, a type of freedom true freedom that allowed them to not necessarily change the outside, but just learn to be joyful and be happy and be free, even within the circumstances that used to bother them and used to seem to really be very destructive. Freedom is about perception, about learning to perceive life in different ways. That's why practices like gratitude are so important because if we practice anything that's related to gratitude, whether it's the three good things exercise I introduced before, whether it's the 365 gratitude card challenge that we are currently on, those are all elements that stimulate that deeper freedom, that deep, deeper satisfaction, the ability to see beyond the limitations and then get access to true freedom. Metaphysically or spiritually, symbolically speaking, <clears throat> the stories in the Bible about Jesus' ministry are all about freedom. The crucifixion and resurrection is a story about true freedom, is the letting go of the physical and then the resurrect into the spiritual. Now, according to the story, Jesus actually physically died, but then resurrected again um, after um, three days. And then um, we interpret that differently or in a way these, these days that we can don't necessarily have to physically give up our form, but we need to let go of some of the physical limitations that we put on ourselves, including the judgments 
the regrets and the things that often put us in a spot of negativity. And then we resurrect ourselves more into that spiritual understanding of that greatness of the divinity, of the God-likeness, uh, being the child of God, whatever you want to call it, to achieve that freedom. So free spirit, true freedom is removed from our circumstances. It's much deeper than that. We can be in limiting circumstances and yet achieve an experience of true freedom. And we can do that by practicing spiritual principles, practicing the spiritual practices that we learn. Prayer, meditation, denials, and affirmations. Denials and affirmations are a wonderful tool to use. We deny the things that no longer serve us. We take away the power that we give to those limitations. And instead, we affirm the freedom that we already have achieved, that's already available to us, and so forth. It's certainly a practice. It's not something that for most of us comes overnight. For some it does, but for most of us, it's a practice that we need to learn and practice over time and then learn to find the difference. Important, I think, especially in the beginning, is to understand the difference between gaining some limited freedom that often has to do with some circumstance that we get rid of. We might change jobs. We might change relationships. We might um, do all sorts of things. We might free ourselves from debt and so forth, which all is important. I'm not saying it's not important. It's all important. It all has meaning. But without finding the deeper freedom within ourselves, what often happens if we don't address the limitations and regret that led to those limitations and those unfreedoms beforehand, um, if we don't address those, we will likely end up in another job in very similar circumstances, finding the same dissatisfaction and so forth. So we need to learn the difference between a circumstantial freedom and the freedom of spirit or true freedom to start learning to where to address our attention and put our energy. That's it for me today. Have a wonderful day and the rest of the week. I hope to see you soon uh, and uh, enjoy the freedom in your life. Bye-bye.